Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. Welcome to the inaugural podcast of It's Funny, That Makes It Okay. We're going to get things kicked off here with a conversation starter. So I got this up here, and uh, it's, you are either born with an elephant's trunk, or you have the neck of a giraffe, and that's you got that for the rest of your life. Which would you rather try to kind of kind of go through life negotiating with with those specialties, shall we say? So, hmm. for, for me, I think I, I would rather have the elephant's trunk. At least that seems like it would be something useful. I could use it as a, a third hand. I can hopefully lift things with it. Boy, sinus colds are going to be terrible. Probably, I don't. I don't think I want that thing stuffed up all the time. I just I don't see a whole lot of use with the neck of a giraffe. Yeah, I think I probably agree with you on this one. I can see benefits to the neck of a giraffe. You know, I like cleaning my gutters. At least I know you still got the short arms, so you're gonna be like a pterodactyl kind of. <clears throat> but you can at least look in the gutters, see what's there. Maybe if you got something in there, you could pop it out with your nose. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but but yeah, I think the the elephant uh, nose is probably better because you can. You can pick things up. Um, you could uh, you could wash a car with your nose. You just, just get a bucket of water, yeah. suck up water, and spray it on. Um, so yeah, I got I got to go with uh, the uh, the long the elephant nose. Yep, I think the elephant trunk is the way to go there. Okay, so we're gonna move on from that and go to uh, this last couple of weeks. Um, I've just I've noticed a couple things. I've gone. I was at uh, the nursing home or the the assisted living that my my mom is in. And I saw a sign there that uh, said "Senior Car Wash," and no, this isn't seniors in high school car wash. This is senior citizen car wash. Um, not sure how that's going to happen. And later in the week, I was at another car wash, and it was put on by a show choir. So uh, they both paint uh, funny pictures to me. You got some thoughts on that? Kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, I mean, you got the senior car wash, which I don't know if a bunch of seniors or old people getting them all wet and soapy and pushing them out on the blacktop. I mean, that sounds like a fall hazard. We are going to have ambulances here. I don't know how fast they're going to be getting your car washed, uh, especially with their walkers and stuff getting pushed around there. Well, I know at the uh, the show choir one, they were having a water balloon fight and sponge fights and things like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I see the seniors uh, throwing sponges at each other. and uh, you know. I, I don't see that either, and I don't know how that works if you know they're going to bring them up there Maybe just line them all up down the road, get them all soapy wet, and you just drive by, and their flappy skin just beats it off of your car, just <laughs> sliding up and down there. That's nasty. <laughs> or, or if if they're uh, you know they're actually going to try to to get out there and do some of the car washes, and if they are, you know, I don't know if them being in bathing suits is going to help them. Um, if you're inside the car and it's getting washed by a bunch of seniors in bathing suits, it's probably going to look like a scene from the movie The Blob on the inside <laughs> of that car. Just, not not a pretty picture. And I was wondering, at a senior car wash, do I get a youth discount? You might. You might get a youth discount. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I like that idea. You know, I'm under... Actually, I'm almost a senior myself, so maybe I wouldn't get the, the youth discount. So at, at, the, uh, at the show choir car wash, I was picturing if... <laughs> When you pulled up there, did they hand you like a program? Kind of, kind of lays out what's happening. Yeah, there was two act, hours act long. One, act, scene one, <laughs> nice. 
Uh, that is yeah, nice. Yeah, it was, it was pretty nice. Uh, yeah. Set change, costume changes. Yeah, yeah. Why, well, yeah, I picture when it starts off, there's a one of the young couple, they're just falling in love. <laughs> towards the, towards intermission, they've broken up. After intermission, they get back together. A lot of singing. Um, they said there was balloon fights and, and uh, water balloon fights and sponges. I don't know how. That seems like that's taken away from the car wash to me. Seems like you're not going to get your money's worth out of that. Yeah, they were they they did a good job though. I give them credit, but uh, but yeah, you you could uh, you could see them out there possibly in uh, you know different hats and uh, different uh, chain different chain like you said wardrobe changes that they do for show choirs and uh, you know they could do kind of like a um, oh what was that movie with all the girls singing Pitch Perfect? You could have actually like dual you know like a show showdown of show choirs at a car wash. <laughs> Uh, you know, so you could have two lines of cars. They're each performing against each other. And I don't know would it be better who does the best job singing and cleaning the car, or would it be just singing, or would it be who's cleaning the car is the best? I, I think you have to have a combination of that if, if it's going to be called a car wash. That's just my opinion. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, interesting the different car washes that they have because, you know, you see, you see them all the time for, you know, baseball teams and cheerleaders and band and different things like that. So, so yeah, I thought the senior and show choir one were, were kind of interesting to go to. All right, let's come up. we got we got a segment here we're going to do where we're going to draft our top five sitcoms. We're going to have the scenario that we are in charge, Greg's in charge of a, a, a network, and I am too, and we're going to have to draft uh, some of the sitcoms out there that we think were the best to, to set up our lineup for the night. So, uh, I'll, I'll defer. I'll let you go ahead, and, and you can draft first if you want, and then we'll, we'll see what we can come up with here. All right, but you're gonna you're gonna hate that you. Did uh, that I know. Because, I know what I'm gonna. Because you know what off. my first one is. <laughs> the same as mine. Seinfeld. Yes, that's the one. Yep. That was the number one. Seinfeld got my number one, um, hands down. You know, it's got to be my favorite. Although the others I've, I came up with were extremely close, um, just because I love humor and comedy. Um, Seinfeld caps it for me yeah what about you i would agree that was my number one so so for me i am gonna have to go with new heart the 80s new heart heart series uh living up in vermont they've got the bed and breakfast you got tom post and and, uh, bob new heart stephanie and michael they have great characters a great cast uh it's just a hilarious premise and, and i love the show all right yep yep i would agree with that one i love that's a great show i didn't even have that on my list can't believe I missed that one. All right, so for my second one, I'm going to jump at old school, Green Acres. Oh, that's a fantastic. I did not have yeah, Green Acres yeah, on my Green list. Green Acres, hilarious show. If you haven't seen Green Acres, you got to watch it. Favorite episode, um, Mr. Douglas uh, puts an automatic barn door opener on his, on his barn, and um, the, the town picks up the signal on their TVs. So they think Mr. Douglas has started a TV show. And all it is is him yelling at the barn door. <laughs> so so the, 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 the whole town's like talking about this TV show. And they're like, well, I don't think it's a very good show that Mr. Douglas is doing. And, and other people like it a lot. So, so that one's hilarious. Uh, Green Acres, my number two. Yeah, another solid pick. For, for my number two, I am going to go with one that I think um, doesn't get a lot of recognition. I think it's... Kind of underrated, under the radar, but I've got news radio. Uh, for those of you who don't know, 90s uh, sitcom, great cast, was out for five seasons. Phil Hartman, you've got Joe Rogan, 
it's just it's just a great show. They got a, a diverse cast, a lot of things going on. They're not focused on one character. Really funny scenario. Wow, that's another good one. Yeah, another great show. Jimmy James, one of my favorite characters on there. So yeah, that that's a good choice. Uh, my number three, I guess we're on. Back to the modern times a little bit, and we'll go with The Office. Oh, fantastic! I did not have The Office. Michael Scott, How did I miss Dwight the Schrute, uh, Jim Halpert. Uh, man, awesome show. The Office. That would be my third pick. Okay, for my third pick, I'm going to back to, back to the '80s. I probably got way too much 80s stuff, but I'm going where everybody knows your name. You, you got to go with Cheers. Again, another great cast. It ran for a long time. Really funny episodes. You got Cliff Clavin, Normie, Ted Danson, Coach, Carla, Frazier. You get a spinoff of Frazier. So I, I just I love that ep- all those episodes. Great show. Well, that works right into number five for me. Or, or number four, I'm sorry. Number four, Frazier. <laughs> Frazier, good one. Cheers. I actually had Cheers on my list of potential ones, but it didn't make the cut for the top five. Um, so, uh, yeah, Frazier, awesome spinoff from Cheers. Man, that dude did the TV shows from, what was it, about 1990 to, no, wasn't that. It was longer than that, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. I think Cheers started back in the 80s, it actually. did, early or uh, But I think he did about 80s. 20 years of, uh, of the Frazier character. Um, and I hear there's a potential for a spinoff or a new one of Frasier. How do you feel about that? that that'd be real interesting. I didn't, I'd enjoy seeing uh, something maybe like a 10-episode series come out with uh, kind of a re, the, the cast all back together. Yeah, it'd be kind of rough with the, the dad passing away. But, uh, yeah. But, but, yeah, I think it could be, if it's done right, it could be a good show. All right, for my number four, I am going Parks and Rec. So Ooh. bringing it back up. Ron Swanson, one of my all-time favorite TV characters. I love Ron <laughs> yeah, Swanson. Love Ron. Him and Leslie Nope, the way they played off each other. And again, a good cast. You're not focused on one person. They were able to bring people in and out, and it really didn't affect the show much. Uh, just a solid, solid sitcom. Oh, and Rob Lowe's character? Oh, literally. Literally the, the best. best. <laughs> I like it. All right, number five and the final one. I'm going back old school again. Beverly Hillbillies. Good one. Beverly Hillbillies. Granny, Jethro, Jed, Nellie Mae, Mr. Drysdale. Good one. Um, so, yeah. Um, what can I say? Just a classic right up there with Green Acres, you know. It was kind of tough to choose between those two. But uh, classic old 60s sitcom. Hilarious. Yep. And my number five, I'm also going old school. I'm going to go I Dream of Jeannie. Barbara Eden. And you've got... Uh, the majors, the doctors, fantastic show. Love the premise. It was a great show. Watched it every day when I got out of school, run home. That was one of the, the sitcoms that uh, I couldn't wait to get home and watch. Yep, that was, that was definitely a good one. I uh, used to watch Side Dream of Genie all the time. And it would probably be, did you like it better than Bewitched then? I liked it better than okay, Bewitched. Okay, I guess it's on your list, so yep. you did. Uh, Bewitched was pretty good, though. I did like Bewitched, um, but I, I Dream of Genie. I just that, that pushed it over the top a little bit. So that was your number five. That was five. All right. Do you have any? Do you I have do. Any honorable mentions. I do have. I, I kind of had a couple. Honorable I couple mentions. have. I do have a couple honorable honorable mentions, and one that I wanted to put up in my top five. I love the show. I have home improvement. I oh, put it. I put yeah. it as an honorable mention for one reason only, and 
any sitcom that they start having a very special episode <laughs> where they come in and, you know, somebody's got some disease or somebody died or they're fighting drug abuse. It's a sitcom. I turn it on for situ- I want comedy. So anytime, any of these shows where they start doing a very special episode, it got dropped down a notch. And that was the only thing that kept Home Improvement out of my top five. So how's that one compared to Last Man Standing for, you know, another Tim Allen uh, sitcom. I even forgot about Last Man Standing. I think Last Man Standing edges that out for me simply on a comedy basis. Home, home well, Improvement was great. Well, but with Jay Leno and, uh, you know, uh, I can't remember the character. Uh, yeah, uh, you got Chuck yeah, and Chuck, Ed, yeah. Ed. And, yeah, they're they're great. But, yeah, there's no special. There hasn't been any special episodes that I can remember on The Last Man Standing. Yeah. Well, I got for, for an honorable mention, this one will take you back, but uh, Better Off Ted. Ha! Huh, that was a good show. <laughs> Hilarious. Short lived, but good show. Good yep. premise. And I've got a, I got a couple of those short lived ones. Um, I'll jump to my next one just to, to tell you. It's it was a, there's actually I only know of two seasons, but season one of Trial and Error. I know you never saw that one. Never saw it. Hilarious show though. The season one with John Lithgow in it. Excellent show. Yeah, another honorable mention, and it was the same premise. It was huge. It was appointment watching television when I was a kid. The Cosby Show. Even my dad liked The Cosby Show, and and (laughs) he wasn't huge on television or sitcoms. But again, uh, I had to bump that down because they did tackle some of the more important issues, and they would get into some of the problems the kids have. And for me, that just takes it it out of the running as far as being a top five show. Okay. Yeah. And my last, I had actually two more that were honorable mentions. Uh, I won't talk in length about them, but Arrested Development. Good. And Brooklyn Nine Nine, both excellent shows. Um, so, so yeah, I think so. My, to to sum to summarize, my top five were Seinfeld, Green Acres, The Office, Frasier, and Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, that's and my I, network. I had I had two more honorable mentions as well. I had uh, uh, I had the Bob Newhart show where he was actually yeah, good show. The uh, the doctor best ending of all time. Yes, no, it, no, it was no, the other one had the great ending. Had the tie-in, yeah. And then the other one I gave an honorable mention was Andy Griffith show, the black and white. Yeah. I, did, I did not want when they went to color, <laughs> it totally changed the show. Black and white ones were great, but so my top five I've got New Heart, News Radio, Cheers, Parks and Rec, and I Dream of Jeannie. Well, both good networks, I think. Okay, we're going to continue our show today with our rant of the week. My favorite segment. <laughs> this would be easy to talk about for probably an hour for just one rant. But, uh, but yeah, my rant of the week this week is advertising. When's the last time you've gone to the movie theater and you walked in, you watched the previews, and then you start watching the movie? When do you think that happened last? I was probably 13. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's just gotten overwhelming. That's my rant is that um, I watch uh, Netflix and Hulu. Netflix is nice because they don't have commercials at this point. Uh, I expect they probably will at some point to, to get revenue. But Hulu, even though I pay a monthly fee for it, I still get ads. And it's the same ads over and over and over. Uh, probably my least favorite are like pharmaceutical drug ads. Um, typically they show someone uh, about to keel over from a heart attack and then they prescribe the miracle drug and the guy is suddenly phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, man, uh, drug ads. I think there was one that was in Balta or Zeralto or something like that. 
and there was this little black cloud that followed the lady around. It was a cartoon cloud, and it followed her everywhere she went, and uh, just just annoying. Um, so yeah, that's my rant is is ads. You got any thoughts about ads? Yeah, a lot of those medical ads too. They they spend the entire commercial just telling you all the deadly side effects and horrible things that's going to happen. You have no idea what the drug really does for you. It's just it's going to do all these terrible things. <laughs> yeah, you get one little one little snippet about the drug, and then it's like might cause headaches, blurry vision, um, paralysis, <laughs> death, explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Oh, Speaking man. of diarrhea, the the ad right now that's out there that I can't stand. Is uh, and that was quite the segue. Is uh, there's a Pepto Bismol commercial, and it's got a woman. She comes up, and they have a group come out. And they're kind of a boys to men type group, and they start singing, you know, heartburn, nausea, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. And the guy comes out and put his coat on the around the woman. He's like, girl, when you've got bad diarrhea, and he's talking like Barry White. <laughs> I, I don't get the advertising that went into that. Hey, you know what? We're not selling enough of this product. How can we make it better? Well, let's try to make it a little sexier. There's nothing sexy about Pepto-Bismol. I don't need Barry White in the bathroom with me when I've got all these problems and I'm taking some Pepto. I'm lighting a candle, but it's not for mood at that point. <laughs> I think they tried to make uh, candy commercials sexy, too, before, haven't they? Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know how much you like I can't food st- intermingled with that. <laughs> I cannot stand these commercials that imply that two different products are having relations and that's how they get another product that this absolutely makes me <laughs> want to throw up it doesn't make me want to put their product in my mouth i'm going to tell you that much it's absolutely <laughs> disgusting yeah we've we've even been watching tv and an ad would come on and we would watch the ad and it would the commercial and it would it would play it would get done and my wife and i would look at each other and go what was that commercial about we don't even know what the product was. It had absolutely. I think one of them might have been Levi's or something. It was, it was like people in a club or people doing different things, and maybe they flashed on jeans with Levi's on them. I'm not sure, but, um, but yeah, just uh, sometimes you go through a whole commercial, nada. You don't even know what the commercial is about. So, yeah, that's my so that's my rant of the week is advertising way too much of it. Mine is going to be that customer service is dead. I know I rant about this all the time, and for those who are around me, they hear me constantly, uh, but I'm around customer service a lot, and I'm going to give you one little example. I went to a McDonald's, and I, granted, I special order stuff I shouldn't. I know that they're not going to get it right, even if they're just picking it off the grill. When I special order it, I'm just causing myself problems, but I start off and I say, I just want a double hamburger, only ketchup. The lady looks for a minute at the register, looks back at me and says, yeah, we, we don't have that. I swear, she said, we don't have that. I said, how do you not have a double hamburger and only ketchup on it? Yeah, we don't, we don't have that one. I said, do you have a double cheeseburger? Yeah. I said, can I get that without cheese and just ketchup? Yeah. I said, what is the... Di-? Okay, whatever buttons or gyrations or magic spells you got to do to get me two pieces of meat on a bun with some ketchup. Do it. <laughs> yeah, this isn't so much probably a customer service thing, but the thing that drives me nuts, uh, you were talking about McDonald's, is there's probably, there's been multiple times I've gone in to get a milkshake, and the milkshake machine is always broken. I don't even know, that, I don't even know why they have one, because I would go there, uh, I'm sorry, that's broken. 
So, yeah, milkshake machines. And my other thing at fast food places is they're, they're all going to these uh, kiosks now, which I don't have a major problem with kiosks. I use them at the grocery store when I've got a small order and things like that. But my first experience with a kiosk at a McDonald's, I walked in, punched in my order, um, it processed the order, and then when it came time for my receipt, it said, see cashier. <clears throat> Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose if I got to go <laughs> see the cashier? Yeah, well, this way they can electronically disappoint you now, not just by human means. We can screw things up with uh, technology. Yeah, and I think you were saying you, uh, you know, the, the kiosk could even have attitudes like uh, high schoolers. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's the uh, angsty teenager there. Like, I don't want to give you. I, I don't know. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, and and the other thing, my my other thought on kiosks is. Um, you know, since that's replacing a worker to take my order and I'm punching in my own order, I think I've decided I'm going to start billing the uh, companies for my time when I go uh, do my own order. Yeah, I think that would be good. I may as well go back back cook it, too. <laughs> that's probably not far off. Maybe you'll get a, the order correctly. <laughs> oh, So, yep, that's uh, that's my rant of the week. So well, I, I guess wanna, that was your rant of the yeah, week. That was mine as well. <laughs> So I was going to say, I do want to segue into the, the World Cup was this summer and just got over. And I did notice uh, they have the Women's World Cup there. Yeah, a lot of controversy. Yeah, right? a lot of controversy. But one of the things I noticed is that the women's and men's uniforms in soccer are fairly the same. I mean, they're, they're shorts, T-shirts. There's not a lot of difference in there. And it got us thinking that that doesn't always translate to other sports. The differences between the equipment that they're wearing between the men and the, and the women's, um, the, the women's uniforms. Like for example, you got tennis, and the tennis, the men they, they wear pants and a polo or shorts. You know, if it's hot, shorts and a polo. Um, very fashionable, uh, durable. Then they bring out the women, and and the, <laughs> I don't know who designed it, but they're like, here's your top, okay, great, and here's the skirt that barely covers your underwear. <laughs> Uh, it's only going to be a problem if you bend over, jump, or run. <laughs> I, I don't know if the women are like, have you ever seen tennis? That's pretty much the entire game. So is that the only sport where you've seen that difference? Well, I mean, I, the guy, I guess that's better than volleyball. Where they, When I was in school, volleyball, the girls used to wear shorts and a long-sleeve shirt. And now they've just gotten rid of the shorts. It's kind of like underwear and long-sleeve shirts. And I don't know why they decided to change that. Yeah, and I looked at... I looked at pictures of the men's Olympic team, and they were wearing shorts and like a t-shirt, uh, or well, it's more of a, a water wicking shirt, but it's a it's more of a full covered thing. Yeah, uh, volleyball. I did find one opposite of that though, just a little bit, and that would be in the world of diving and swimming. <laughs> the guys are wearing rubber bands. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, well, I won't be watching any diving or swimming in the Olympics for the men's now. I, I never paid that much attention, but I can't get that mental image out of my well, mind. Well, the women wear a one-piece. They do wear a one-piece. And the guys, yeah, they wear a Speedo thing. Yeah, but kind of sticking to that same vein in the, the beach volleyball, the, the women oh, barely yeah. wear anything, and, and the men do wear, like, you know, shorts out there. I don't know how, you know, wearing a teeny tiny bikini helps you with the volleyball. Is they, they getting a lot of wind drag? You get a lot of sand drag. I was just going to say, I think you want plenty of coverage to protect yourself from the sand. 
Yes, it causes chafing. <laughs> chafing, <laughs> sand everywhere would not be good. But apparently they're they're fine with it. Or maybe maybe they had a team that wasn't winning and they said, oh, it's, it's the shorts. The shorts are holding us all back. That's why we're not winning these games. <laughs> all right. Well, for our final segment today, we're going to remind everybody of uh, holidays they can observe this coming week. That's right. we got some special holidays coming up. Are you site on the internet that's telling us some things to celebrate so i'll start us off here on monday we have it's work like a dog day we celebrate the hard-working people who anymore that's like you know 47 people in the u.s i think i don't know <laughs> it's not a lot of us anymore it doesn't seem like um most of the dogs it seems like they fit in purses they're taken around they have their own instagram accounts but there again, I'm starting to sound like old man River. So Monday is work like a dog day. All right. And then on Tuesday, we've got fresh breath day. So that, that's a day to think about your dentist visits, maybe carry around some mints with you. Um, I think I even saw in the little write-up about that day, maybe take a cinnamon stick around with you to chomp on during the day. Uh, that'd be classy. Um, yeah. So yeah, fresh breath Tuesday. I don't know why we're limiting it to one day a year. I personally think that should be something we celebrate every day. But <laughs> there's a few people I'd be happy if they celebrated at least once a year. But yeah, the next week I think it's Bo Day. <laughs> nice, that's nice. <laughs> Wednesday is Lighthouse Day. It's a day signed into uh, Act by Congress in 1789 just to celebrate lighthouses. And that's something here in the Midwest that is very poignant, very important holiday to us. We don't want any of those combines running into the shore. <laughs> yeah, we've got a car dealership in town named Lighthouse, and it's got a big lighthouse in front of it. And uh, I, I'm actually glad they have it. There's a lot of times I couldn't find my way home from Peoria without that lighthouse, you know, flashing the light around. Those foggy, so, those foggy uh, Midwestern nights. That's right. Yep, might crash into the curb. All right, then on Thursday, we've got Happiness Happens. Isn't that a... A happy, uh, feel-good day. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for Thursday. It's <laughs> going to be a wonderful day. I'm trying to figure out when it happens. <laughs> but, Maybe um, it didn't say it happens to you or us, but to somebody. <laughs> it just happens to people. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's for... Uh, un some people think that, you know, happiness is unlimited. And um, so that, that happiness is just out there waiting for you. So you want to observe that, you know, on, on Thursday, you're going to... Happiness happens, so try to try to think of that on Thursday. And Friday, uh, for all you bookworms and book lovers, it's Book Lovers Day, so you can celebrate by reading a book, going to the library. Uh, for me, I think I will just wait for the movie. I am not going to read anything. I guess if you want to be rebellious, you could burn a few books that day. <laughs> you could burn uh, a few. <laughs> you could burn a few books. <laughs> so yeah, book lovers. Uh, I like to read. I enjoy reading. Um, you know, for a lot of people, one day a year signified to read might be a good thing. <laughs> Still too much for myself. All right. Then on Saturday, we've got Lazy Day. I think this should be a week, actually, uh, not a day. Maybe longer. Uh, but, yeah, Lazy Day. It's a day to do nothing. Uh, pretty easy day for me to celebrate. Sounds like my favorite day already. All right. And then what do we got and on Sunday? Sunday, we have Son and Daughter Day, and that's just to celebrate the joy of children. Although nowadays it seems like children are celebrated every day. Again, I'll put on my old man hat. When we were kids, it was like you had Christmas and your birthday. That was kind of the days. <laughs> Other than that, it was just uh, <laughs> business as usual. 
go outside and play. Uh, there's no air conditioning. But, uh, again, Sunday, go out there and enjoy the kitties. Yep, enjoy your enjoy your son and your daughter. Um, you know, um, yeah, good day for that. Uh, we kind of make fun of that one, but it's probably a good thing to do. So Probably. Well, we hope you've enjoyed our inaugural podcast of uh, It's Funny, That Makes It Okay. And uh, we hope to continue having many more of these. What does That's Funny, It Makes It Okay really mean? Well, that's been something we've said for years. Anytime somebody would do something or say something and someone would say, that wasn't nice or that was kind of bad, the, the whole thing was, as long as it was funny, then it was okay. That's right. So just remember that. Have a good one. See ya. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. And remember, if you do something, even if it's bad, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay.